What's up, y'all? This is Trey Mayhew, and you're listening to Real Talk. This week on Real Talk, we'll be breaking down the NCAA tournament, uh, well, the projections of the NCAA tournament, talk a little bit about the Cavs and the Warriors, um, the new acquisitions of the Cavs, uh, also a little bit a little bit about Kansas City and Dallas. I got, I got something to say to Kansas City football fans, because I've been hearing a lot of talk. Uh, That'll, that's what'll be I start to show off with today. Um, I'm I'm still hearing people talking about how Dallas had, oh we had so such high hopes for the season, and uh, we were we looked dumb in the playoffs whenever we lost. Like, okay, I get I get a lot of Cowboys fans were hyping it up, it talking like it was bigger than what it was. I mean, who who wouldn't be excited though if their team is winning after? kind of struggling like all Cowboys fans will admit we struggled the last couple of years me a Cowboys fan myself I I know we struggled I wanted to get rid of the whole team last couple of years but it's just something with Kansas City football fans that just I don't know they just like to talk 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 man and basically not acknowledge saying like oh that this year was basically a fluke and say oh I like Dak and Zeke but the rest of the team you like Dak and Zeke but the rest of the team is what? I mean, the rest of the team also won every game that Dak and Zeke won and lost every game that Dak, Dak and Zeke lost. Like, don't I, don't, I don't know. It's not like Kansas City has an all-star roster and it's not like, I mean, they can just go for days on days and who, who they can toss the ball to. I mean, I've seen two people on the offensive side of the ball for Kansas City that – did something really all year long. I was Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. I mean, there's other guys that put up put up stats, but they they didn't really do nothing. I mean, all year like I, I don't know. It's not something that I would be talking like my offense is the best offense and my defense is top notch. The other defense is raw. Don't get me wrong. Eric Berry probably is the best safety in the league, but I don't know. Kansas City fans like to act like we we didn't do nothing this year. Like we didn't, I mean, knock a lot of big teams off this year. Yeah, you could say those wins didn't count because we didn't win. Yeah, whatever you say. But I mean, that's helping the future of the Cowboys. I I seen the Chiefs take some big L's to some to some young quarterbacks that uh, didn't really. I mean, play up to par all season long. Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota played had a good year. They both did. But come on now, like. Don't don't act like the Chiefs were were great A this year. And I mean, just just to sit and say, um, like, oh, the Cowboys ain't done nothing the whole time. You you've been alive, and the Cowboys ain't nothing. W- what have the the Kansas City Chiefs done since half of y'all been alive? I I mean, last time they won the NFL championship was nineteen seventy. Come on. 1970? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we may be on a, a good drought ourselves, but uh, 1970? What? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Ours is 1996. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I was alive. <laughs> I don't know uh, what what 
Dallas holds against a lot of NFL fans, but it's something that people just love to hate on the Dallas Cowboys. And it's like, what? Come on now, like, whatever you say. Um, I mean, but I, I'll, let, I'll let that rest. <laughs> I'll let that rest. Uh, Kansas City had a good year this year. But, uh, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I'm just tired of hearing Kansas City's fans talk like they this and they that. Like, come on. Last time they won a championship was in 1970. Think about that. Now I want to get a little bit into the Cleveland Cavaliers and their acquisitions. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about one player in particular who I just, I don't believe, I, I don't believe the hype. Not one bit, not at all. I mean, you can call me a hater, whatever you want to call me. But Darren Williams, really? I mean, yeah, they, they he's a true backup point guard. And he's somebody good to come off the bench because he's a vet. But Darren Williams, come on. Like, he may average 13 points on, on the year this year, but when's the last time Darren Williams has really been relevant? Think about that. Like, yeah, anybody playing with LeBron, I'm obviously give him that edge over most point guards in the league, but still think, like, that's Darren Williams going – up against Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, still having to guard them. Yeah, he'll, he'll guard Sean Livingston and the backup point guards and whatnot for the Warriors. But for some people just to say, like, it's really a lock now that KD might miss the playoffs or whatever, which I think he's coming back. They said he's coming back. Whatever's going on with him, people saying it's a lock for the Cavs to win now, like, no matter what. Come on. Like, no, no, definitely not. Me personally, I just feel like Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry, Iman Shumpert, Darren Williams, DeAndre Liggins. They can't get it done. That that's that's to me that's not a good supporting cast to get it done against this year's Warriors. I mean, yeah, that's going to be the, obviously a lot of teams in the East, every team in the East. But my personal opinion, I don't think that they are like that. I don't know. I, I watched the Cavs. I watched the Cavs play without LeBron last week. I mean, they took an L, a big one. Like Kyrie, still, Kyrie had a triple-double and they still took an L. Kyrie's the best point guard in the league. He should not have a triple-double and you still taking an L. You should have a supporting cast around him hoping. And I, I'm forgetting about Derrick Williams. I can't believe I ain't said nothing about him. That's another thing. I feel like ESPN been giving a lot of juice to Derrick Williams. Yes, Derrick Williams is athletic and he, I mean, he's big. He can guard a lot of positions. I mean, he is a, a good pickup for them. A lot of people talking like, 
oh, yeah, Derrick Williams is going to do this, Derrick Williams is going to do that. But don't talk about him like he was an all-star this year. He just got bumped up on his second 10-day contract. Please do not talk about him like he has been on a Kawhi Leonard level or LeBron James level all year long. Like, not even that. On a level of Julius Randle. I mean, come on. The dude is still on his second 10-day contract. I mean, I'm not putting all my faith in him. Like, you see last night, LeBron put his faith in Darren Williams and what Darren Williams do. Okay. Well, I know y'all seen what happened. I ain't even got to say it. But, I mean, you, you talk to a Cavs fan, that's like talking to a KU fan. They see anything that the regular eye, whenever it comes to their team, doesn't see. But that's for another time. Um, man, I I don't know. <clears throat> I I definitely think that the KD injury does hurt the Warriors. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it hurts them to the point where they got to be worried about. Darren Williams, Andrew Bogut, and Derek Williams. I, I definitely don't think that that's something they, they need to worry about because of, I mean, look, they've done it two other times. And, I mean, they didn't have KD. They have KD now, KD hurt, whatever. KD's going to be back for the playoffs. We know that. He's not missing the playoffs. If you think he is, then come on. You just got to give it up. <clears throat> I don't know. I I just feel like if LeBron want to get it done, LeBron will get it done no matter who is on his roster. I don't think these new acquisitions will, will help or hurt them at all. I mean, I think it will help them for sure. I don't think it will hurt them, but – they didn't need them for LeBron to win. LeBron could win with the team he had without them. But I don't think LeBron will win just because the Warriors is too much, man. And if you, I mean, you can disagree with me all you want, but watch them play. Just watch them whenever they move in the ball. A seven-game series with them, Nobody can do that. No, nobody can. Nobody can take that team on in a seven-game series. They they can come at you every night a, a different which way. And I mean, and you got Javale McGee stepping up playing. No matter what Shaq says, no matter what Twitter says, Facebook, whatever. Javale McGee is a good role player for the Golden State Warriors. I mean, can't deny that at all. It's enough about the NBA talk. It's March. It's time to get down with this college basketball. We we know. Um, we see my Kentucky Wildcats took the dub the other night. We, we kind of, I don't know. We, we need some help. Um, right now we listed as a number two seed in a lot of the projected brackets. I agree with that. Um, I've seen us in a couple different regions. Uh, location-wise and 
even team wise, like just looking around at different brackets. And I kind of, I mean, I kind of like us with the in the Midwest bracket playing. Um, and I believe I can't even. I think it was um, Louisville. No, it wasn't Louisville. I don't. I can't even think of where it was. I mean. It was a good location, but they end up playing in Kansas City, which, I mean, why would you not? They, they, hopefully them against KU, we all want that. I mean, who would not want that? But Joe Lenardi's bracketology has them playing in the west or in the south region. So, I mean, I, I could take that too. South region seemed a little, seemed a little iffy that they had pulled up. But um, just kind of a breakdown in the Joe Lenardi bracketology, you got Kansas, the number one seed of the Midwest, first round in Tulsa. Um, you got Louisville, the second seed, which is, I mean, I don't know, to me a little surprising because I feel like North, well, okay, never mind. I've just seen North Carolina as the number one seed in the South, but yeah, I do like that Louisville number two seed. Then you got in the East, Villanova, um, their number one. You got Baylor, number two. Then in the West, you got Gonzaga. And then Oregon, which who I like a lot. Definitely my my team besides Kentucky to maybe possibly win it all just because they got – I think they got it. And then in the South, you got North Carolina – the number one, and Kentucky, the number two. Um, which, I mean, I wouldn't mind to see that <laughs> in the Elite Eight for sure because you see what Malik Monk did to them last time. It, but, it, hey, don't get me wrong. It was a close game. It was a good game. But I think we're a little too much for him. But on the other side of the bracket, the West region, uh, they got Gonzaga the number one. I'd I don't think I think I think the road will be real tough for Gonzaga because they got Florida State mixed in over there. I mean, you got SMU, Simi Ojale really been putting it on for them. I mean, holding it down for Kansas for real. Um, I mean, then they got Butler in that bracket too. Wisconsin also. I don't know. I, Gonzaga to me, they they aren't really that good. I mean. <clears throat> they have some some quality wins over some some good teams, but I mean, still you got to look at. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. To me though, I, I feel like they they could be an elite eight team, but I feel like in a big game, will they step up? Something we'll have to wait to see. Then you've got <clears throat> KU and Louisville in the Midwest, the top two. Y'all know how I feel about KU. <laughs> Man, uh, I, the question is, will Frank Mason be able to lead them to a national championship? That, that's the question. I don't know. I, to me, I really don't think so just because if they run into a big man, just think about think about Landon Lucas. 
Think about what Landon Lucas does against the average big man in the Big 12. Yeah, he'll grab 12 rebounds. But think about over the course of the game how soft he is. That's not that's not going to get it done. And you can be a KU fan, you can be mad all you want. But no. If KU was to run into Purdue, because right now they're projected in the same uh, region, I definitely think that would be a team that could definitely give them a run for their money because Caleb Swanigan, my second player of the year behind Frank Mason, and the other height they have on the roster, they got three guys above 6'9". I mean, in two of them are 7'2". Come on. That's not that's not matching up with KU at all. In Louisville, only way I think they make it far as if they play a slow game and they play a defensive game. You see how they beat Kentucky, slowed it down, played the game they want to play, and they got it done. The east side, you got Villanova and Baylor. Both those teams, I mean, we know what they're going to bring. Baylor, they need Jonathan Motley and King Wainwright. Um, their whole roster, they need them to step up, and they kind of slumped off at the end of the season, but definitely to see that for – I see that as a team that could slip out. And Florida also being in the east bracket, they got them right now as a four seed. I definitely think that's a team that can surprise some people. Villanova, the defending champ, I mean, there's not much to say about them. We know what they're going to do. <laughs> I mean, their entire roster are going to bring it. Those guys are prepared for this. They did it last year, and I definitely think they can do it again this year. In the South, like I said, you got Kentucky, number two, and you got North Carolina, number one. Y'all know how I feel about Kentucky. That's my boys. I'm going to rock with the big blue. But definitely some teams in there that could pull something out. Arizona, I mean, you see the Pac-12, the top three teams, how close they are and where they're all sitting at in the projected brackets right now. You got Arizona, the three seed, UCLA, a three seed. Um, I know Cal's on the way to get in. Um, where else? Who else? Oregon, I can't. That's what I was looking for. I can't even think of what seed they were. They're number two seed. Like you see the, you see, the Pac-12 is definitely on the rise. Um, they got five teams in right now, and I definitely think that one of them will for sure be in the final four. One of them will for sure be in the final four. Not sure which one it will be, but Oregon and UCLA. That's my. Find two pool because obviously I'm gonna go with Kentucky over Arizona every day. But that is it. Thank you for listening to Real Talk. Catch me next week. Um, follow my Twitter. Follow follow me on there because I'm I'm on there more than anything, and I love to interact with my followers. Let me know how you feel about the show this week. Let me know if I mean situations that come up during the week. Let me know how you feel about them, and we can definitely discuss them. See y'all later.